0: sales, leadership, social media, and more. When it comes to business, accelerate your business growth has got it covered. And now on with the show. Hi, everybody. Thanks so much for joining me. My guest today is Alicia Kramer. Alicia is a renowned mindset expert, an author, coach, consultant, and a serial entrepreneur. Having worked with hundreds of private clients for well over a decade, from startups to owners of multimillion dollar companies, Alicia has an intimate understanding of the mindset pitfalls that affect entrepreneurs. Her clients include successful business professionals, executives, and entrepreneurs who are driven to take their personal and professional success to the next level. Thanks so much for joining me today, Alicia.
1: Thank you, Diane.
0: Um, so I'm I love this whole topic of Ah, uh, mindset. I feel like um, it's on a lot of people's minds these days. Uh, and so, but but I want to start with entrepreneurs and what you think are some of the common challenges that they struggle with?
1: Well, let's face it. Um, we're all human. We were raised by humans. We are surrounded by humans and we have plenty of faults, (laughs) lots of limiting beliefs, um, old, outdated parenting models, um, societal conditioning that doesn't always serve us when we want to grow, uh, whether that is professionally or personally. And you know, we, we all have our own unique fears, doubts, insecurities, and those limiting beliefs that really become like a self-imposed glass ceiling for us. I see it all the time and I personally experienced it. And it doesn't matter what your level of success is. You can be brand new in business. You can be a business owner who has, you know, mo- a multimillion dollar company, I see it across the board. And that's where we're growing, we're growing, we're growing. And then we hit, we hit our wall, so to speak, you know, and we can feel it, you can feel the resistance, you can feel the internal struggle. And all of the external actions are just, it it gets so frustrating because it's literally like you're hitting that wall over and over and over again. can't tell you how many times over the years I've heard it. You know, I've tried everything (laughs) (laughs) and, you know, I've tried every marketing tactic. I've, I've read every self-help book. I, you know, I've studied think and grow rich. I you know, I don't know what to do anymore. And oftentimes, you know, that's when people, they find me and they're, they're online. They're looking for something like hypnosis for business, um, which is, I'm a certified hypnotherapist. And, and that's, um, you know, a, a part of my, my understanding of how the mind works and you know, different tools and techniques that can help you to overcome your challenges. But we just get to this place within ourselves where we recognize that we're hitting a wall. And uh, you've got to be able to get over that and you have to do the inner work to overcome that hurdle. Wow. And that's not an easy thing to do. It can be a very difficult thing to do. If it was easy, we'd see a lot more (laughs) successful people for sure.
0: A really good point. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, but so then, let's talk about it. So, how can someone change their beliefs about themselves and their ability to be successful?
1: There are quite a few different techniques, and when you begin to understand how the subconscious mind works, and not just the subconscious mind, but the whole mind, um, because there are certainly uh, there are important reasons that we have willpower and our conscious cognitive functions. But a lot of our conditioning is really at that deeper level of the mind. And oftentimes when you are wanting to achieve something that you have not achieved before, it becomes a process of reconditioning your subconscious programming. So that can include some of the basic things like visualization. Um, And what I like to explain to people is You know, the, our subconscious mind operates based on what in uh, hypnotherapy are called knowns. And, um, you know, it's, it's kind of like if you've done it before, it's easier to do it again. But if it's not something that you've ever been exposed to, there's no frame of reference. For your mind to even fathom, much less actually start to take actions to achieve these certain things. So, we really do need to start to create a new self image. And as you're doing that, as you're beginning to see yourself as this person that you're aspiring to be, and you begin to feel like that person, you will bump up against some of those old subconscious blocks that I was just talking about and that's where we pull in some of the different tools and techniques and there's quite a variety of um, them out there what I find is most beneficial is it's kind of like a toolbox right you there's no one magic bullet there's no one size fits all approach to fixing everything if there was I I think I would have found it and I would be um really in demand (laughs) (laughs) But um, identifying where those limiting beliefs are really is important um, because you can't fix it if you don't know what's wrong. Mm -hmm. So if you find that you are chronically in a state of self-doubt, for instance, well, that's a real issue. And we need to start to reframe that in your mind so that you can get out of your own way and align with that new vision of yourself that you're creating, and that is, you know, when you can get all those things lined up, that's when you have massive growth.
0: Okay, so uh, th- that makes perfect sense to me. I, um, I think there are an awful lot of people out there who have these limiting beliefs, don't necessarily realize that they do, or realize they have them, but aren't sure how to get over them. Like I remember talking to a woman this was years ago who told me that she felt like she had imposter syndrome and she didn't know how to get over it. But, and and I frankly wasn't quite sure what to tell her. So are there like certain habits that you know people can
1: develop so that they can be more successful? absolutely so a lot of this again it comes down to reconditioning yourself mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter if i mean i like to use the the analogy of going to a gym so everybody can relate to the fact that you don't just exercise once get all of your gains and live happily ever after with this incredible new body you That's actually right. have to condition the muscles. And if you think of your mind in sort of that same manner, it makes sense why you need to be consistently feeding your mind with empowering content. And that's, I mean, that can include things like reading books and doing trainings and stuff like that. But it also can include, um, you know, just taking the time to get clear on your goals And making sure that you are spending time filling yourself mentally and emotionally with resources that help you to achieve your goal. You start to build on the uh, foundation then, right? So let's just say in the case of your example that somebody has imposter syndrome, which is very, very common to, you know, to, Varying degrees, but the more that somebody becomes successful, especially self-made people who started from nothing, right? Which mm-hmm. a lot of us did. Mm-hmm. We did not come into business with a wealthy family that had, um, you know, really laid that foundation for us to be successful. We had to right. really work our tails off to get to where we are, and. When you start to have more money in your bank account and you start to experience the greater levels of success, and that can even be, you know, buying a nicer home, driving a luxury car, whatever that might be, there's a tendency to feel like something's off. Like something's not right about this. And that again comes back to that self-identity piece. And that's why it's so important to begin to start creating in your mind what it looks like, what it feels like for you to be the successful person that you want to be. Uh, Because when we're operating from our old paradigms and our old conditioning, we just keep getting pulled down uh, and If you want to keep growing, you don't want to slow yourself down, then you've got to keep consistently reaching for greater levels of wealth consciousness, greater levels of self-confidence, All of those things are things that should be a foundational part of everyone's business building. So it's not just the actions that you're taking to grow your business. It's not just the sales and the marketing and the business development. It's very much about personal development as well.
0: Yeah, that I can see. You really have to go inward, right, to to build different, um, uh, I want to say, scripts but but different stories you tell yourself um that that point to success as opposed to why you can't do something
1: well and on a really practical level if you think about it so let's just say that we have an aspiring entrepreneur and the thought of breaking six figures in revenue is very exciting But on some level, if they're really honest with themselves, they don't believe that it will ever happen, or it feels like it's so far off into the distance because they don't feel like they're truly ready yet or aligned with it or capable of it, or they've got any number of different limiting beliefs, which are always such justifiable excuses for why we can't right? I don't have the staff, I don't have the money, I don't have the this, I don't have the that, right? They're so justifiable. And our mind is so good at keeping us limited. And that's those that self-imposed glass ceiling that I'm talking about, right? You have to begin to play around with the idea of what does it look like to break six figures and for it to just feel natural, And easy and good. And you start to look at other business owners who are doing it and you start to get acclimated to that energy and you start to notice their mindsets and their mannerisms and you start to recognize where some of your old beliefs are not serving you. And when you begin to, one of the things I'll say here is if it's not a law of the universe, meaning like the law of gravity, right? It is what it is. If it's not a law, then it's probably just a belief and beliefs can be changed. So you have to decide, are you going to continue to live within that construct? Or are you going to drop those old beliefs and realize you get to create something new? You can create different beliefs for yourself.
0: I'll tell you, that is a really powerful thing that that you just said. If it is not a law, then it's a belief and it can be changed.
1: That's, you remind, yeah. remind yourself of that anytime you catch yourself telling yourself, I can't challenge yeah. yourself. Is this a law? Is it a law? And if it's not, guess what? You get to choose.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Boy, I love that. I mean, that is, is just amazingly empowering. Wow. I'm going to take a quick sponsor break and then I have some more questions for you. Whether you're a seasoned designer or a total novice, with VisMe you can create engaging, dynamic, branded content that makes people ask, how did you do that? Visit tinyurl.com slash to explore. If you're a small business owner or salesperson who struggles with getting the sales results you're looking for, grab a copy of Succeed Without Selling on amazon and wherever books are sold and if you haven't seen all audible.com has to offer you don't know what you're missing sign up for a free trial at audibletrial.com business growth today we're speaking with alicia kramer about the mindset of a self-made success so um I have a I have a question that's sort of a two-part question for you, Alicia, and it's about goals and visualization. So, you know, I guess I'm curious about what you think, you know, works best. Is it writing down our goals, can visualizing, having already achieved the goal, you know, what works?
1: Sure. Well, and there are a couple of different things I can say on that so both of them are valuable and a lot of times people's objection to visualization is well I'm not a visual person and the fact of the matter is we all are visual to a certain extent we just may experience it differently now when somebody is worrying that's the form of visualization that is a form of creating in your mind what you don't want to happen in the future. If you can worry, you can visualize, okay? So that pretty much is everyone. Um, So don't get hung up on this idea that you have to see vivid imagery. Um, Really what I find is so, simple and yet so powerful and so effective is to catch yourself throughout the day when you're feeling any type of negative emotion, whether it's fear, doubt, worry, stress, overwhelm, whatever it might be, just catch yourself in that uh, negative state and ask yourself in your mind, how would I prefer to feel? Now, this is really powerful because when you ask yourself this question, the mind immediately begins to reach for answers. And let's just say that you're feeling a bit overwhelmed about something and you ask yourself, well, how would I prefer to feel? Well, obviously I would prefer to feel in the flow. I'd prefer to feel ease. I'd prefer to feel like things are just falling into place. Now, as you're answering those questions, you're starting to raise your vibration from those lower um, negative thoughts to higher frequency thoughts. And not only are you shifting your energy, but you're actually doing that reconditioning that I was talking about earlier. So it's that habit that we have of immediately going to the negative That's just a habit. Habits can be changed when you catch yourself and you, you shift your focus. And now you start to think about how you would prefer to feel. You're changing your state and you're also creating a new habit of being more positive, which is obviously far more empowering. Not only do you feel better, but you're also way more productive when you have a better mindset. And this again is a form of visualization, just a very, very simple shift like that. You begin to see and feel yourself in the state that you would prefer to be in. So yes, there's certainly benefit to um, going into sort of a meditative state or a self-hypnotic state and actually doing a more formal visualization. But not everybody has the time or the desire to do that, but you still can benefit from a lot of that same positive mental conditioning by doing this simple exercise that I just shared with you.
0: I love that.
1: And to to answer your other question, which is um, sort of on that same theme of helping yourself to achieve your goals. So goal setting is really valuable. And it also kind of gets a bad rap with some people. And a lot of that comes down to how you're doing your goal setting. Are you setting goals that are even believable? Right. And a lot of times people are setting goals that are wishful thinking that they are not in alignment with because they're not doing anything to change those limiting beliefs. So what good is it to say, I'm going to go on vacation for a month in Europe. And you're simultaneously thinking to yourself, I don't have the time. I don't have the money. There's just no way that it, that's going to happen. So it's great. You wrote that goal down. Fantastic. Whoop-dee-doo! <laughs> <You know, laughs> if you don't believe it's possible, you're never going to take any of the actions to actually fulfill that goal. So when you're setting a goal, make sure it is believable. It has to be believable. That doesn't mean that it can't be a stretch. And that's where there's kind of that distinction. It's like, okay, so maybe I have a long-term goal of being a millionaire. And right now that feels out of reach, but it does feel believable at some point in my future. So I'm willing to reinforce that goal and have that clarity, which is very powerful. Clarity is so powerful and have that goal written down. And maybe I'll even, you know, think about it from time to time. Uh, I might even do some of my inner work on it, do some visualization on that. But now let's look at what are some of those shorter term goals where I can get some positive momentum going towards the big goal. And that might be, you know, scheduling an event and um, bringing in some more revenue, uh, building a new division of your business, whatever it might be. There's a logical next step. And that is a step towards the big goal and then has its own sort of. Um, it has the ability to be the catalyst because it's more believable. It's more doable. And once you start setting goals and achieving them, now that comes back to that conditioning again, that you're conditioning your mind to believe it's possible. You're conditioning your mind to trust yourself that, hey, if I'm setting a goal, I'm going to achieve it. And that is a very, very important part of the equation. Okay.
0: Boy, this, this, is, this is just so great. I keep, like people keep popping into my head and I'm thinking of who need to listen to this episode. Um, I, I'm curious about something that I just, I'm hoping you have an answer for. And it is this. Can you explain to me why some very successful people seem to be unhappy?
1: So it's really interesting how we play this game with ourselves. And we think that once I have X, right, fill in the blank, I'll be happy. And it doesn't work that way. Okay. Because the root of your unhappiness is usually some form of misalignment, meaning you have a bunch of beliefs that are not serving you. They're not in alignment with who you really are and what your true potential is, Now, the way that we'll say goal manifesting works is you set a goal when you focus and you get into alignment with that goal, you take the necessary actions, you've got the right mindset, boom, it happens. Now, just because you achieve a specific goal doesn't mean that all of the other beliefs you have about yourself and about the world and about other people just go away Uh I've said it before, and I think it's so, um, it's so true. You know, no amount of money affords you the luxury of dropping all of your inner crap. (laughs) 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 So, uh, you know, you're, you're, you got to do your inner work. You really have to do your inner work. And I've worked with so many amazing clients and I've had so many awesome just colleagues and acquaintances over the years. Who have achieved such incredible financial success for themselves, and had been basically just sitting there, all their money's in the bank, and they're like, "I feel empty."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I and it's it goes back to that principle, you know. You have to really get into alignment with yourself. It's not just about creating external success. Real success is both internal and external. You've got to do the work.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's really valuable. All right. So along these lines, are there particular traits that like self-made successful people have?
1: Absolutely. And I'm sure that a lot of your listeners will see some of these traits within themselves as well. So if we're, if we're all just really honest, let's face it, anyone who is entrepreneurial, or is a, you know, fairly successful business owner, we tend to think a little bit differently. We're not content with the nine to five. We're not content with the status quo. We're driven. We're motivated. We're passionate. We get sucked into our work. And those are really important traits that virtually all successful people have. And, you know, it's, it's interesting when you think about how these things that are necessary to be successful are sometimes also the things that become obstacles for people. Mm-hmm. So the tendency to be a workaholic, the tendency to, um, put business first, sometimes even over family or relationships. Um, I know I'm guilty of, I'll get sucked into something. I'll forget to eat, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, And so that's where, again, we have to sometimes do some inner work around what are our beliefs, what are our expectations and how can we reframe some of our beliefs so that we can have a little bit more healthy balance in our life. So we can have the success, but we can have the personal fulfillment too. We can have the business success, but we can also have the love and the fulfillment in our families or with other things that light us up and make us feel alive. So I always say, you know, there's nothing wrong with being hyper-driven, right? It's just about sometimes tweaking ever so slightly the mindset around that so that you can leverage that trait to be successful, but not at the exclusion of everything else that's important to you in your life.
0: Yeah, that that's really resonates with me. I I think that's, um, really valuable stuff. All of this is valuable. This is, this has been interesting. Um, I think this is one of the most interesting conversations I've had about mindset and, how it impacts our ability to be successful. So Alicia, I really appreciate you um, coming on and spending this time with me. Uh, and so
1: will you let the listeners know, you know, how they can find you and, and continue the conversation with you? Absolutely. So the best way to find me is through my website. That is aliciacramer.com, A-L-I-C-I-A-C-R-A-M-E-R.com you can poke around the website. You can learn a little bit more about me. You can schedule a complimentary consultation. If working together feels like it might be the right thing for you. I also have links to social media on there and you can connect with me that way as well.
0: Awesome. Thank you. And listeners, you know, thank you. You know, you're who um, I am doing this for. And boy, this was one of those, listen a couple of times, thought provoking, are you this person? Uh, and just remember that there were a lot of key takeaways on this. So, you know, listen, give it some thought, reach out to Alicia. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, a production of Evergreen Podcasts. Discover more episodes of this podcast and explore others at evergreenpodcast.com. As always, Continue to prosper and be curious. And if you're looking to get your sales strategy headed in the right direction, pick up a copy of Succeed Without Selling on Amazon or wherever books are sold. Until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day.
1: My name is Cindy Burnett, and each week I interview at least two traditionally published authors on my podcast, Thoughts from a Page.